0: Welcome to our second topic in JST428 operational intelligence. In this topic we're going to look at the operational context. So um, understanding, I guess, the operation's motivations, its objectives, uh, and its general environment. So we'll work through those uh, particular elements. Now the first thing some of the themes that we're going to cover include these here. Like I say, we want to have a good look at the understanding of the operation's objectives, its parameters, and how do we know when an operation has been successful or not. So we'll talk about that. And it might sound pretty straightforward that we know something's successful if it reaches its goal. Well, that's true in part. Um, and we'll talk, we'll flesh out some of those issues in a bit more detail. We'll also learn that there are a few internal-external factors that influence an operation, Uh, and particularly those factors can impact on the allocation of resources. And as we know, resources are are vital um, to running an effective operation. We then will have a look at operational planning, talk a little bit about logistics management, um, and have some, uh, I guess, further look at um, uh, phasing, what phasing actually means. And finally we'll have a look at how intelligence operations uh, are often uh, including have different stages um, to them. Uh, as you can see, particular things like designing the operation, tasking it, executing it, uh, and then doing an evaluation of that. And there's, that's the basic uh, approach to, um, to an operation. So these main things uh, a designer to, to familiarise yourself with some of the elements um, that can help you understand the, um, the operational context that you may be working with. So let's have a look at the first part. We know about the intelligence cycle, and I'm bringing this up again because I think it's important that as we learn about the operation, um, we, we also can see a direct, a direct, a direct. A direct Uh, relationship between what's going on in operation from an Intel point of view um, and the intelligence cycle. Particularly when we come to the operation where it is to review. So obviously we want to review our planning and direction, collection, analysis, simulation, feedback and so forth. And so the operational cycle um, will be put there just as a way to help us structure our thoughts about operational context. And we'll come back to that um, discussion as we need to. But most of you probably would be pretty well aware of the intelligence cycle by right now. So let's have a look at the next one. So the first thing you've got to look at, as I say, is about understanding an operation's objectives, uh, its parameters, and how we know it's successful or not. And some key points to, to keep in mind here. First of all, we've got to know that what the organisation's role and responsibilities are. So the organisation that's um, conducting the operation, you know, what is its role and responsibilities? Is it national security? Is it law enforcement? Is it business intelligence? Is it political intelligence? We need to know what the organisation's particular role and responsibility is. So we know that, once we know that, we know the operation is please, or should be, um, fitting in within that. But within that, the organisation, you know, not only understanding, I guess, the, the role and responsibility, it's also about understanding what does the organisation see for themselves. Uh, it might sound a little, little crazy, but obviously like, there are, there's a public a well-known sense of role and responsibility. Now, it might change much from the organisation's own view, but there would be some modifications or some thoughts about, about it. So, it's good to know exactly what the organisation thinks themselves and and their role as well, and finally, it's not finally, but one second final is understanding the organisation's culture, its bureaucracy. How does it function? Um, Who's in charge? How do people relate to one another? Getting a real sense of that environment uh, is is really important to understanding um, an operation. Um, So, understand the organisation, its culture, its bureaucracy how functions and what it is that it does. And finally, understanding where it's it resources from, uh, and how it manages its resources. Again, it's a very important element uh, to understanding uh, the operations once you have this really good understanding of the organisation itself. So when approaching operation, make sure you have these sort of um, bits of knowledge already, to have a clear understanding of where the operation needs in. Now the next thing to look at um, are other factors. Now, outside factors are often the political value of an operation. So, you know, politics changes in terms of its interests from week to week, day to day, hour to hour sometimes. So, um, what may have politi- what, what operation may have political value one day might not have the same political value the next, and so. Know, the, that has an impact. Now that has an impact particularly through resourcing. Um, and so, you know, the political operations need to be on this as well. Obviously, you we want to look at the legal frameworks. Uh, an operation has to work within law enforcement legal frameworks. Okay, it can't work with it outside law uh, whereas the should Some of national security. And ethical considerations as well. So, there are things to think about, you know, um, what's ethical to do in an operation, but then you are going to be constrained by what's ethical, possible. And finally, opportunity cost. That means, if you embark on this operation, um, it means that the resources to use that operation uh, are going to uh, take away from something else. So, you know, is the opportunity of this operation uh, better, and say other alternatives? And there's some of those outside factors. A lot of those outside factors uh, will come from obviously politics, they'll come from legal departments, uh, and also from resourcing to budgets as well. So there's some of the outside factors that you may see within an operation. So I'll look at the next one. So I've made the point a little bit earlier about understanding the culture. Of, a, um, of an organisation um, and within the operation too as well. Part uh, of that is understanding language. And it might sound a bit silly, but often we have got uh, language, we use abbreviations and, and so forth, we can understand that everyone's going to know what we talk about, and everyone's going to know what we mean. So in joining an operation, uh, or even within an organisation, uh, you know, in the military, law enforcement, or even the private sector are going to have different vocabulary. You know, for example, the term intelligence requirement um, is referred to the military as, as, as elements of intelligence. So it's a BEI. So again, there's different terms and different expressions depending on where you are. And you need to be familiar with that vocabulary and those fundamental concepts. Um, Once you get an understanding of how the organisation thinks, you'll fit in better with the operation and you'll be able to contribute to that operation a lot better. And it assists you uh, in understanding, uh, if you know the concept, if you know the vocabulary, it assists you to um, design and implement operations as well. And most importantly, it helps you know the operation's objectives um, and also the strategies for those objectives. So it's about understanding language, and it's about understanding culture as well. So they're very important that you put your head around those particular elements. The next thing is looking at um, planning. Now, um, there's an old saying that um, averages talk about strategy, generals talk about logistics. And logistics and logistics management are incredibly important to run an operation, and they can't be uh, it can't be undersold. Um, it's, it's vital that um, there is sound good management over it uh, and that we know when we need resources at particular times and that's when we talk about phasing. Now phasing is about knowing when to bring in each bit of, of, of uh, logistics. So for example, you know, knowing when, you know, something needs to be from point A to point B. Sometimes you don't want it there too soon, but obviously you don't want it there too late either. So phasing in the planning section of operation becomes very important. Um, so in, in developing phasing, uh, you've obviously got to know, you know the have to task your priorities. You've got to be able to allocate resources to those priorities and make sure that those resources are supplied at the right time. So operational planning. Um, you know, As I say, it's really about opportunity cost, so you also need to be able to think about you know, is the resources that have been allocated worthwhile to the expected outcome as well. So you don't want to throw a lot of resources at something that's only going to give you a minimum outcome. That tends to be the way the budgets are gone. So um, we need to be aware too, when we're planning operations, that sometimes inaction is actually a choice as well. So, um, and the text, hence, text talks about that a little bit too. Uh, so sometimes when making a decision on an operation, on what to do tactically with an operation, inaction is obviously an option uh, as well. So uh, just be mindful of that, operational planning uh, does have a thing of opportunity cost, but by doing one tactic as opposed to another, that's an opportunity that needs to be weighed up. And sometimes... Part of that laying up of that opportunity this it, so it could be action or even inaction as well. So I want to now show you, I guess, talk a little bit about um, operational intelligence um, in terms of planning, and phasing. So as I say, the first thing you've really got to do um, in my question is understand the role of intelligence operations. What is it that intelligence is, is supposed to be doing for that operation? Sure apply intelligence yes um, but you know we need to be able to say what are specific roles and that goes back to the notion of being given requirements and addressing those requirements um, you also got to appreciate that the role of intelligence is to support decision makers so support our commanders uh, uh, and chiefs of operations um, so we're not necessarily about telling them um, we're not actually making the decision okay this is really important we're not making a decision we're providing support and information to assist those that are making the decision certainly there are times you might make recommendations but ultimately it's up to the commander or the chief of operation um, to make those calls and so operational intelligence you know is about providing support and it's to inform it really never really wants to be seen as persuading um, or dictating what should happen? Uh, it's very common that decision makers actually want a lot of options uh, rather than just answers. So be mindful of that—that we're of that, uh, generating uh, a range of options. And th- it goes to that final point that in- intel analysts need to stay within the intel domain. Um, your job is to is to analyze data, to analyze intelligence as it comes in. Uh, you may not, it's likely you won't have an investigative role and, um, and other roles that are also within operation. So work within your domain. Um, that's, that's a really important um, thing to remember when you're in an operation. Work within your domain. So I just want to start um, bringing us to a bit of a conclusion with, with some talking about some key advice. There's one here that they say know why you're in the room. So what does that mean? It's essentially about, well, what, what, is, what are you there for? Why have you been recruited to work in this particular operation? What's your expertise? What's your skills? Um, and what is it, your function um, in, in that operation? So know why you're there. Know what is you're supposed to be doing. Um, always tell people what matters, so what's important, but also why it's important. Um, the old Intel expression of um, uh, you know, um, so what? Well, you need to explain what it, why it is, and why it's important. Um, and so, uh, always um, explain, explain that. In detail, you also need to probably think about that and be flexible, in that there is always going to be a shift um, in, 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 in resources um, and in priorities within an operation. The great report, the great briefing you've just generated with all those great recommendations may not actually materialise into, into the expectations that you have, into action that you think might be worthwhile. Um, the commander will make choices and decisions on that that are often based on information that you don't have, that we don't have. Um, and so when we see those shifting in values, when we see that shift in resources, you need to flow with that. Um, and remember that there's probably well-founded reasons, um, both internal and external reasons, on why things might be changing. And as an analyst, the best thing you can do is just maintain that degree of, of, of flexibility as you go about it. Now, I've, I've organised some readings here. Just three readings for this, and. Um, They should um, provide you with a bit of background about some organisational tasks, um, some basic things about um, analysis, uh, a little bit there on military intelligence, um, and just to give you a bit of an idea, um, a bit of direction uh, to further go with your readings, Um, so take those on board. Now, finally, you'll notice there are some study questions here. Again, these studies questions are they're they're not compulsory, Um, and so um, you you just take take I guess take from them uh, a way of measuring how you're going uh, with your understanding of each topic. Um, So work your way through these. Uh, Most of these can be answered um, probably through the readings, and um, again they should give you a a bit of a sense about. measuring, I guess, you know, how you found your states. So look on that note, I'll, um, I'll finish this and um, obviously if you have any questions or any concerns, by all means, uh, don't hesitate um, to contact me and um, wishing you all the best.